Hi, Caterina. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Sueli. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Once again, that we are whole. Hi, Michaela, and uh, hi, co-working community Ukraine. I don't know your name, sorry. It's Vika. It's Victoria. Hi. Victoria, okay. Great. Now, just to be sure, I'm... Um, I'm, I'm Mauro, I'm the technical support of uh, co-working Europe and uh, thank you to be here in advance just to make a couple of uh, technical checks before, uh, before we start. I just wonder if we are all according to the... Uh... Hello. Hello, Michaela. Uh, I think uh, we miss... Uh, um, the man, the, the Mr. Mr. Braga, I think. No, 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 no. Ciao, Mauro. Hi, everybody. So this, this is this is my panel. This is my girls. No boys in the panel. Okay, no boys in the panel, but unfortunately, one in the technical support. Sorry for this. Okay, so we need. Who do we need? Well, um, just 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 asking you if uh, you need to sharing the screens on how to make some uh, presentation. I don't think any of us needs to share the screens. I think Sophie, you wanted to test, but I can see your screen is very nice. Uh, Sueli, is that how I pronounce your name? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's great. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'm really sorry we didn't have the chance to catch up. I hope your baby's better now. Yeah, he's fine. Kindergarten. Right. No. Oh, good. <laughs> Good, that's really good. So is there anything else you would like to go through uh, before we start in a few minutes, ladies? Well, uh, just just make me a true uh, two, two, two remarks about technical uh, technical stuff because uh, um, to be maybe you know, but I'm gonna do with everyone just to don't have a better worse surprise during uh, during the the live. Um, you have a session of. Uh, um, 40 minutes, yes. After you, there will be the coffee break. Even if you're not sharp, don't worry, but don't go so long about that. This session will be, of course, uh, recorded via Zoom and displayed inside the uh, attendify, but this process takes uh, time. So what does it mean? That uh, since uh, you are speaking live, the people is reaching your voice, uh, your, um, your words with around 15, uh, 20 seconds uh, on delay. So what does it mean? That if you're gonna need to interact with the public and there are some questions and so on, uh, that will not be immediate for, with this reason. And second things, I'm gonna asking you uh, if you have open on your PC, uh, attendify or um, in a tab or, uh, or you um, close it or just uh, uh, mute the volume because otherwise there is a very hopeful echo. It's uh, my priority if there is any question inside the chat of, uh, of, of the event to copy paste here in Zoom. So basically once you keep it uh, Zoom open, it's okay. Okay, this is a panel for sure. Uh, this job, uh, it's mostly uh, Katerina ones, but uh, these are just do those two technical stuff that I would like to explain for, uh, for the ongoing process of, uh, of, of the event. And the last uh, thing, okay, we are live in uh, six minutes. We have time, no worries. Um, 
of course, uh, um, you, Kate, uh, as a speaker, uh, you, you have the first uh, word, but when I say we are live, just wait three, four seconds to before speaking, just uh, those two things. Um, if there is any question from your side? No, but can I just say, Mihala, your hair is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it's a girl's panel after all. So I have to say, it's like, look at us. We all look so amazing. I like it. <laughs> it looks really nice. And I hope some of you will be able to take like a few screenshots and, and we can yeah, remember. I have we my colleagues. Remember. Yeah, we can remember this moment. That would be really nice. Um, I just would like to know where every, like everybody a little bit like uh, where they're from and what they do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so quickly, I, I'm Kate. You can see these are my two roles. I am in Salto Community and Partnership, but I'm also in Coliv, uh, the Coliv in Global Association, but I'm also part of the co-working assembly. Uh, so like, that's me, pretty much. I am Right now, I, I am in Italy. I am of Italian origins, but I'm actually, um, I'm actually based in the UK. So I am actually from the city when where your company was founded, where Davide is from, Brescia. Brescia, okay, super. Yes, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Yeah, next. I'm Vika and I'm from Ukraine. Um, and uh, I have, um, I moderate here co-working community. So all co-workings from Ukraine, it's a place to meet, to have events, to chat and to widespread the knowledge and to share it. Maybe I'll go. I'll go next. Um, well, I'm I'm Sueli. I'm a campus manager at Talent Garden Barcelona. Um, we're yeah. I'm here in Barcelona. I'm originally from Galicia, which is the north um, northwest of um, Spain, where you do the pilgrimage. People knows us from that. So <laughs> I always just mention it, the Camino de Santiago. So yeah. And right now uh, I'm, I'm in Barcelona, and there's a lovely weather as uh, per usual, of course. Uh, everything is everything is open. Everything is running because people is asking these days because what's the situation we're living. So things are going crazy. We have a cafe here, so I see people going in and out, and the co-working life is quite um, vibrant. We have a community of two hundred members. We can host up to three hundred. We are currently at sixty percent occupancy. And uh, our members are mostly in the tech and digital sector. I mean, everybody kind of is in the tech and digital sector these days. Uh, what does this mean? We have a lot of food tech startups and a lot of um, travel tech uh, here in our campus in Barcelona. That's a great intro. <laughs> don't, don't forget it when I'm going to ask you to you in like six minutes time. Please repeat it. This is a good warm up. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. Super, okay. I just do this with all our goals, with every campus we have, so I'm used to it. Okay, so um, my name is Michala and I'm from Bratislava, Slovakia. I've been studying one year in Barcelona, so I know the city uh, very well, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm in Slovakia. We have uh, very ugly weather right now. It's pretty cold and it's lockdown, so there's not um, <laughs> much life around, but we're still be we are still able to come to co-working space, so that's where I am right now. And uh, we have some members coming as well, but most of them are staying at home. So it's kind of quiet today or quiet time. <laughs> Hi guys, uh, I'm Jofi. Uh, I'm originally from Serbia. I currently uh, am based in Budapest. 
Uh, I used to live in Sofia, uh, where I was running the puzzle co-working. Uh, and we are currently expanding uh, to, to Hungary. So hence, I'm here and not in the office at the moment. Uh, this is my uh, original bookshelf. That's, you know, like. Not, a, not an AI or something. Uh, we are open. Uh, uh, there are some lockdowns uh, in uh, in uh, Bulgaria and Hungary, but not not that severe, uh, let's say. Um, we are an IT-only co-working, and currently we have a community of around a thousand people uh, in Sofia, uh, and we are planning to have the same numbers here in Budapest. And we are also looking at Bucharest, Vienna, Belgrade, and Athens for expansion. So very shortly, that's it. I need to come to Athens. When you open there, I, I will definitely need to come and, and, and check your place. Well, first you need One to, to go to Sofia, but Athens is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of the cities I have not been yet. Well, anyway, Stueli, thank you very much for, uh, for pushing us to do this intro. So we did a good warm up. Uh, just a little bit about how I like to make, um, to moderate a panel. So it, as you've already seen from the from the document, everybody's got a question. Uh, if I see some of you really nodding and really getting into the reply, I will jump and say, oh, I can see, do you want to say something? Do you want to intervene? I would like to keep it quite organic, but obviously give everybody kind of like the same amount of time where they will be able to speak and express uh, their opinion or anything. But Equally, at the same time, if there is something that you want to intervene, and maybe I, I didn't catch your attention or anything, just say, okay, can I just add something to that? Like, I really would like it to be, to be like, I want people to look at us and think like it's five friends having a good conversation around this instead of just, you know, a panel of academic people lecturing others. 10 seconds to go. Okay, if you are all ready, we can already go. Perfect. Yeah. So, ready, Caterina. And uh, we are live. Great. Welcome to, to this panel. And welcome and good morning or afternoon, depending where you tune in. And thank you for being here in this uh, morning, if you're tuning in from Europe, and uh, this morning panel about ways to create human chemistry, senses of sharing, belonging, and the right context friendly environment. Community is known to be one of the cores of the co-working experience. I mean, after all, is the co before the working, but the sense of belonging can be at different level according to members, to tenants, to anybody that belongs to this community. So I'm looking forward to this talk and to chat about it uh, for the next roughly 30 minutes. I think we have 30, 40 minutes. Uh, with a fantastic panel and I'm very proud they're all women. So with me in here this morning, we have Mihala, who is the founder of Coworking Svernoka. Yes, I did it. So. Yeah. Then we have uh, Sueli from uh, who is the campus manager at Talent Garden in Barcelona. I went with the Spanish pronunciation as well. And then we have Victoria from co-working community in Ukraine. And then we have Sophie, who is the co-founder of Puzzle Co-working 
right now in Sofia, but expanding and she will tell more about it. So ladies, I would like to ask you briefly to introduce yourself, mainly saying what you're working on at the moment and especially telling us about your community, how it is right now and what you're doing. So I'd like to start with you, Mihala. Thank you. Hello and good morning to everyone. Uh, my name is Michala and I'm coming from uh, Bratislava, Slovakia. I run uh, two co-working spaces which are founded here in uh, Bratislava. Um, I founded the first one, co-working Svernoka, almost five years ago. And uh, it was uh, the first co-working co space with the child care center in Slovakia. Um, we hosted uh, 10 um, children and 10 parents uh, and um, 60 or 70 other members who come to our working space without a child. Uh, so we did um, different kinds of community events. Uh, some of them were meant just for um, parents and for their children, but we also organized lots of community events for the rest, uh, for the adults, especially in the morning, like community morning, uh, community breakfast, community coffee. Um, and even also sometimes lunches because all the people coming here were uh, very family people. Uh, usually most of the events were happening in the, uh, during the day. Um, but uh, then um, uh, as the COVID came and all this pandemic situation, we had to close down uh, the childcare centers. So now we focus more on adults, uh, but uh, still with this look as a, a, the young adults. So uh, now we do lots of uh, think and uh, we built a community of social innovators, uh, mostly uh, young people beyond their 30s. So this is uh, currently our community. Thank you very much. Lovely, thank you. And thank you for being here. Now, Sueli, please. Yes, hi. Um, yeah, my name is Sueli. And as you, you said, Kate from Barcelona. Um, <laughs> sorry. I am currently the campus manager of Talent Garden Barcelona. And what does this mean? Um, we have a very uh, vast community in Talent Garden of 18 spaces in eight different countries, and I manage one of them. We have a community that can host up to 300 members, and uh, currently we are 200 people. Uh, and we opened last year this campus, so it's been a year that is open. The situation right now at the moment in Barcelona, it's everything is free, everything is open, and the life is uh, going on as usual, of course as the new normal. Uh, so we are in a, in a lucky position right now in Europe because we can still host events uh, without any um, interference for life. Uh, we, we don't take that as a light um, yeah, thing because we have all the campuses and we can see the situation that happened in Austria that is in lockdown and all the places. So we really enjoy that. In our community here, we, we have uh, tech and digital um, innovators. And especially in Barcelona, we have a lot of food tech and travel tech um, companies. We focus mostly on, yeah, um, adults. I, I say that because um, Michaela share about children. I would love to host children, but um, in the future, maybe. And also we, we focus in, in the collaboration and the um, education uh, since we just last acquired uh, Hyper Island, which is one of the largest edutech in Europe. Uh, so we are forever growing in Talent Garden. And yeah, we host four uh, events every month here uh, for the community, uh, two social and two uh, workshops so they can learn um, yeah, new skills. And that's it, <laughs> that's about me, thank you. I wonder why there is so much food tech in Barcelona. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, and travel tech, yeah. yeah, and travel tech, it's like super spot on. Okay, Victoria, your turn, please. 
Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Victoria from uh, Kovorkin community in Ukraine. Uh, it's uh, our organization unites all of the co-workings in uh, our country. And the idea came to me one and a half years ago when I understood that uh, I want to have an opportunity to work with everybody, but I cannot work in every space. Uh, I've been working in co-working industry in Ukraine around seven years. So I started from communities and we talk about it a little bit later. But then I understood that each community has a sport and uh, I've worked with around seven or eight brands, different brands. And uh, then with the idea to unite everybody, uh, um, we have an aim to support co-working communities who already are existing, to support those who want to start their co-working business, to help them, to educate them. We also make uh, market researchers to understand what is the state of this uh, uh, market in Ukraine and widespread the best practices from all over the Europe and the world. So this is in a nutshell about me. Thank you very much. And last but not least, Sophie, please. Hi, guys. Uh, it's super nice to be here with you uh, on this panel. Uh, I hope that we're going to have a very nice and fruitful chat. Uh, I'm Jofi. Uh, I'm from Puzzle Coworking. Uh, we are an IT-only coworking community uh, currently uh, with around a thousand members uh, in Sofia. Uh, the company is six years old. So let's say that we, we managed to, to grow every year uh, uh, in space and in member numbers. And uh, currently, uh, we are focusing on expanding uh, the business uh, to Hungary, uh, uh, Budapest. So uh, I am currently based, uh, based in Budapest and uh, uh, I'm currently focusing on, on, this, uh, on this growth. So uh, we can manage to open the co-working next year. Um, we have a very, very vibrant community, let's say, in Sofia. So uh, I really do hope that, uh, that I have some takeaways on, you know, uh, how to manage uh, such a big community uh, as they are growing and, and people are also growing up in the community. I like that. It's very true. People really grow up in the community. Uh, it makes such a difference. Uh, thank you very much for introducing and telling us a little bit. So. I'd like to get this panel started. So all of you have mentioned about community. Some of you have already mentioned about belonging. And I think uh, the two words go hands in hands, but uh, both of them don't really just happen overnight. Sometimes they happen quicker, sometimes more organically, sometimes it's a laborious process. So I would like to start uh, with Victoria actually. And I would like to ask you um, in your opinion or in, in what you've seen actually from your community and from your togetherness of all the co-working spaces, what are the tricks and tips that uh, to encourage really interpersonal contact between members who perhaps for some reason, um, they might not feel that the co-working is actually being together as a community, but they feel it might just be sharing a building and that's it. <clears throat> Thank you for the question. You know, when I was preparing, I had another answer, but now I, when you were asking, I just have one word. It's, um, it's, a, it's a real co connection to show uh, that you are, uh, 
to create uh, the events, uh, the talks, but it's not just something artificial. Uh, you cannot create event and uh, think that something magic will come. Uh, when you create an event or the breakfast for the community, you show that you are connected and you're interested in it. For sure, events is uh, like maybe the most used instrument, but there are others like uh, happy birthday cards or just nice words, uh, texts, uh, etc. But it nothing would work if you do not put your soul in it and you do not really believe that uh, this is something you create and you do it with a connection. Either do either CEO of a working community manager, anybody. I think it's a specific type of people who are who want to connect, who believe in these connections and they believe that something more can grow out of it because co-working it's what it's uh, yes we work together but uh, usually there are a lot of cross projects uh, um, born between the workspace members and it only can uh, be created when you do it uh, with your open heart and open soul like itself so the main trick for me to share with you it will be to do it truthfully and with your sincereness so swelly i can see you're nodding especially <laughs> when uh, when victoria said something would you like to add anything to that uh, no, I think Victoria said it very well. It's just like uh, it, it needs passion. We need passion to to show that we have this, um, yeah, energy to to bring to the table for the community. So I I totally agree with you, Victoria. I was just agreeing. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you very much. I uh, I also think that's very important. But is there any? Uh, I was wondering. This is open to all of you uh, as panelists. Um, is there anything that maybe, you know, when you have someone that really struggles, right, to get into the community feeling and they sometimes they just walk there and, and, and they just come into a space because they think all they, all they do is just renting a little bit of a space and they don't really get maybe the community feeling and spirit. Um, I mean, when I used to run a co-living space, those were the members I used to love the most because they were always a bit of a challenge. And I always thought, well, if you decide to come into a place which is a co-living or co-working, you kind of like know what you are getting. I just maybe need to, I don't know, just I don't want to use the word educating, but in a sort of way, I think we also do kind of educate people about the importance of the community and how give and take is very important. Is there anything in particular that you think we can do, you know, to incentivate that even more? I have an idea. Uh, you need to bring in uh, some food <laughs> because food is usually the thing that connects people. It's uh, most uh, easier, most informal, most anything uh, thing that you can do. Just get people together and go to, for a lunch together or um, prepare some uh, breakfast or whatever and get people together around the table and they naturally start to talk, start to get to know each other, start to introduce, uh, talk about their work and ah, all of a sudden there's uh, some cooperation, some connection coming in. So food, <laughs> that's what I really So think. food, okay. So co-working equals food, I like that. It's my, <laughs> it's my kind of environment, no, but on a serious note. So uh, Mihala, while we were just having this chat, I, I'd like to go back to a little bit of belonging and community. As I was saying before, I strongly believe they're both interconnected deeply. Well, as a co-working space, I think we also have 
the duty, maybe if you allow me to use this word, but actually to, to develop a storyline, right? So that our members feel very connecting with what we are saying and what we are doing. Um, and, you know, do you have any tips or how do you think it might be the best way to actually develop the right storyline and what can we do with it? I would say that um, our storyline is um, the way we act or uh, the way we behave towards our employees, but also towards our clients, our members. So um, you know, we are trying to be as friendly and as open um, towards everyone who comes to our space. And um, I must say that it really works uh, that uh, you can really feel this uh, this openness and then uh, welcome uh, welcomeness for everyone and uh, people feel feel really like being a part of, of a family it's also connected with the um, children that we used to have here uh, because they naturally created this atmosphere of, of family of belonging everyone was smiling because you cannot not smile if there are children around uh, but even now uh, this atmosphere stayed and even now when uh, children are not here for this time um, it's, you can still feel it that uh, people still um, remember uh, this very nice, this very familiar uh, feeling and that they are passing it on new members. So even though, uh, for example, that um, in these times we are not allowed to do as many events as, uh, as we used to, uh, people are still very nice to each other, still try to talk to each other, introduce themselves. So not uh, anyone's not uh, just... Um, um, not not being um, talked to or um, like being left um, because that's what we don't like and we try not to do. And do you think, and again, this is open to all of you ladies, do you think um, as a co-working space or place, can we actually do without a story, the right storytelling uh, that we that we tell really our members and then we leave by so that our members will also leave by. I, uh, I would like to share that I think the story comes with the co-founders. The world is so transparent with social media and everything and everybody know who is eating what on the breakfast that I do believe that the story of the co-working it's something um, which starts from the founders or co-founders, which they uh, like, uh, share with the community and the community supports it. I love the heart from Michala. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, I mean, you cannot uh, create one story and the co-founder uh, is from another story because uh, again, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something which starts from a person who just has this idea, has this intention to do something, and then he spreads this uh, idea to everybody and the people and uh, team members support him. So there should be some concept here, but it's again from, from, from inside. Uh, I just want to, to, to stop on that and, and completely agree with you because um, uh, the co-founder story is, is, is really integral to what kind of community you will, you will be able to build. And it also becomes like the, the company culture uh, one way or another and or the team culture and that will just, you know, uh, that will just resemble with, with some people. And that's how you actually build a community that, that you kind of need to share the same values uh, more or less, uh, uh, because that's that's how a healthy community uh, is is built. 
And uh, there's really not much else to that, to be honest. I mean, you can try different storylines. You can build up a brand that somehow is off, you know, like not communicating your core values, but it's going to be very apparent that, that you are not, you know, like uh, walking the, the walk and talking the talk, so. I agree. Suli, uh, I see you want to add something. Yeah, sorry. I just, I just wanted to add something because um, I'm not like disagreeing, but I don't, I don't know if I totally agree with, with the founders or the CEOs make the, the, the storyline. They make the foundation, yes, but as, as a community, like as part of a community of like three, more than 3,500 people in completely different locations, what I can say is that, yes, the founders uh, create the, the story of how they, they discovered the brand or how they discovered the space or the community that they want to create. But then once you're in the space, the community and the, the storytelling develops itself. So it really is, is entitled to the people who is curating this, this community for me as, as, um, yeah, as, as one of the community curators here. I have to say that the, the vibe and the environment and the, the way they socialize here is completely different as the way they socialize in Madrid and we are in the same country. I, I'm not gonna say Austria, I'm not gonna say Dublin or Denmark because of course that's like a cultural difference, but here in Spain within the same uh, country, we have very different uh, communities because traditions are uh, coming into place when, when we are creating this community um, and they bring it themselves and they bring their own personality and we are curating this uh, and creating a story together as we grow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, one solution doesn't work for all, but I, I, from a personal point of view, I think the storytelling, however it comes um, from the founder, because maybe it stays, let's say, let's put it into bracket, a smaller reality or whatever you develop it, it's very important because I think it's... Um, it's what makes me as well choose many of the other things. It could be, I don't know, anything from a fitness place to a holiday resort to anything, to a co-living space around the world or anything else. And I always want to see, you know, will I fit in there? Will I belong? Will it be part of me? Is that really maybe like my value? Well, you know, who is there? What kind of people go there? You know, who is, uh, who is that by? But anyway, I'd like to come back to you, uh, Sophie. And um, we were talking before about interpersonal relation, storytelling, as we just said, and we tapped into events as well. But um, I mean, I, I think all of the uh, won't always be enough. And so I would like to ask you some of the best practices, perhaps to install a feeling of being surrounded with peers where, you know, you think you can have good fun, you can have business conversation, um, because all of these elements, I think they really, really help to strengthen the community very much. So uh, I do believe that that Viet Puzzle are kind of lucky by choice, you know, uh, because we went into a niche of, of, of IT. So for, for us and for our community, it's it's very natural that they are uh, surrounded by peers because everyone is working in IT. Of course, in 2021, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit weird to say, you know, like that that's, that's something special because everyone is working in IT these days. Uh, but uh, especially in Bulgaria, it, 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 really, it really means development, right? So, so um, uh, we have a very good education, uh, very good IT professionals. 
So it's really, really hardcore, you know, if, uh, uh, if I may say it like that. And so, um, so you know that, that your business is surrounded by very similar businesses, uh, maybe at, uh, at the same stage. Uh, and we all speak the same language. Um, I would even say that we have the same values, uh, you know. Uh, so um, I do believe that a lot of people would actually choose uh, a, a co-working, uh, not only, you know, by the culture, but also by, by let's say, a niche that they go into. Uh, a lot of co-workings uh, are focusing on designers, you know, uh, some co-workings are focusing on, on, on IT, uh, some, some are focusing on digital nomads. And it really, it really what you focus on, uh, it really, you know, like underlines how you will behave in a co-working and uh, how you build up your operations, uh, let's say. So uh, I was really thinking a lot uh, uh, about this question when I was preparing and I kind of figured out that, that there's like a huge background work uh, that we all do that's not advertisable. It's, it's, it's not the fun part, you know, of building a community, but you need to do it every day. So you, you can uphold the same um, structure or values for everyone as the community grows. Because of course, uh, we all know that when you start, you start with, I don't know, 30 members, 70, we started with 70 members. And it was six years ago. And, and, and uh, you know, like people were at a different age. Everyone was like 20 something. Everyone was hustling, you know, like uh, work hard, play hard. We were naturally partying a lot together after work. And then the, the, their businesses and they started to mature a little bit. So people started growing up. So very naturally, uh, and also with the community growing, uh, we kind of needed to adjust how we, how we do the community work. Uh, because people simply didn't want to stay after work uh, uh, so much anymore. They started having families. So we also, you know, like as your community is growing, you also need to like shift uh, a, a little bit your focus. But I do believe that that um, installing, you know, like a feeling of, of openness uh, and, um, and uh, 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 transparency, uh, which I think is very, very important in the community. You need, to, you need to have like a good onboarding process. So everyone who is newly joining the community, they are getting onboarded to the same thing. So it's not like uh, you are, you are, you know, like trying to support them in their first week of, you know, like finding the printer and, you know, knowing where is what. If you have like a very good onboarding process, the basics are taken care of. So you can you know, take the next step and start focusing on integrating them into the community. Um, again, values, I think it's something very, very important. Uh, you need to have the same values, you know, like constantly and be fair with everyone and, and not, you know, like not distinguish people in the community. We are, we are there, you know, like we are at the same level and this comes uh, which uh, I find it very, very important is that us, let's say operators, and I don't really like that word, but <laughs> co-working managers, I don't know, you know, <laughs> community. Yeah, 
What yeah. are we? It's like, I don't like this because it sounds too commercial. I don't like that because it sounds like a yes. title. But yes. what am I? Exactly. So true. Because you're building a community. That's what a co-working business is. But you also have like a real estate business under you. So it's uh, it's it's like a really, really big complex package. But, uh, um, um, you know, as... as uh, uh, as your community is growing, uh, more and more different size of businesses are going to come to the community. So you will have the freelancers who are renting, you know, like single desks, and they will turn up at night. And <laughs> you, you would have, you would have, uh, uh, if you are in that business and you are growing uh, towards this, uh, companies that are are actually scale ups fifty plus people. They already have their own culture, so it's it's really like a, a, a chemistry of of. Uh, 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 how you how you're able to, you know, look after uh, all these different uh, uh, companies in their different stages, but every people in every company is very unique. So you constantly need to evolve with your community, and you need to have your thumb, you know, on uh, on on its pulse because it's naturally going to, you know, like grow and uh, and. Uh, uh, for me, something is really, really important. If you do this background work, then um, then people will feel safe to make the connections themselves. Uh, and some some people will pop up, you know, like the the ones that that would also want to participate in building this community that will be your allies, you know, uh, doing so. So I really, really believe in in this organic uh, 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 building of the community instead of you know like constantly like pushing them you know like let's have fun let's have cocktails after work let's have events and stuff like that but of course when you have like a good base then you can build on that like have the proper events uh, uh if you're it then you know the meetups uh, for yeah. the developers or or uh have uh, networking nights for for founders or have you know like uh, office hour sessions but that's yeah. really like the cherry on top yeah. But you need to do the, the legwork. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, organic, I mean, in my humble experience, obviously, I didn't experience everywhere. I didn't experience every places around the world, every spaces. Organic community is the best one. But exactly as you said, and uh, Sueli, you also said something in the chat, so I'm going to read it back. But uh, onboarding is definitely the key. And I mean, she types it in upper cases, which means like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I really, really believe in that. And I really think that, um, you know, the, 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 the organic growing of the community comes from, from an amazing onboarding and, and how you onboard it. So like when I used to run the co-living spaces, you know, I would spend maybe one hour at least to chat to the person and to really explain to them, you know, how the community works and what it was expected. That's into bracket, right? Not really expected, but if you want to join a community, we would expect, you know, maybe to do this and, and for you to give this back and this is how we do it. And I think introductions as well are very important. So every time a new member would come, for example, I would send out a message to introduce it and say, okay, so, Next week, Katrina is coming. She works for Salto. She does this in Colive. Uh, she's originally Italian. These are her passions. Obviously, you know, together with the new member, I would be like, so this is what I'm going to write about yourself. I'm going to share your LinkedIn. I'm going to share your Twitter, whatever you are comfortable with. And people started to connect already before. 
So that by the time someone comes in, it's like, it's not like, oh, it's a new place. I don't know anyone. I'm just going to go. It's just like they are already part of it. Okay, Sully, go for it. Um, no, sorry. I just, I just really um, was saying the onboarding process is, is key. And what uh, Sophie, Sophie said was um, about managing expectations as well. So creating the, the events uh, that they know they're going to happen in that space. So they know that if they want to, obviously we can not force people. Um, if they want to, they can join and, and, and they know what to expect from us. So this, this is, uh, and also finding ambassadors. Um, Sophie mentioned quickly, like uh, we need to find people who, who also um, helps us develop this community and it's important to, and they come up and it's important to, to analyze or uh, detect these ambassadors and, and encourage them to, to also, I don't know, um, motivate the other peers and motivate their peers to, to join these events. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go, Mihala, go for it. I, I just see your hands. <laughs> I can see your hands. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to add that uh, we even uh, prior to onboarding someone, we send them uh, the documentation, document to, uh, to their email that, uh, where you can see what's our co-working codex. So you can read our values, what are the basic rules, how we uh, work here, how we act here, and uh, also some uh, things about basic things about how we, how we function. And now this is prior, so they can see and they can still decide if this is what they want to come in and, and be a part of. So when, when they're coming, they already know basic things. And we even add more and explain everything here, of course, but they also know it before. So it helps. Yeah, I think it, may, yeah, I think it makes such a difference. But so all of this one brings us to, you know, like socializing. And I think for socializing uh, in within a space, it has to be spaces which are slightly more dedicated uh, to this type of socialization as well. Um, and I'd like to pick your brain on this, Swilly, and just trying to find out, in your opinion, uh, actually, I want to talk to the opposite in a sort of way. So what could, what do you think could be the risk of actually having nice spaces, maybe, but not having any socialization in within that space? And, you know, what, because that, that really adds a lot of value to our members, right? And if we don't really implement that, what risks are there for us as a um, how did you call us? Community experience creators, actually. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There is, of course, there's a lot of risks that I think most of us in this panel agree there. The fact that they don't see the value on, on, um, on the community, on, on what we do. And that's one of the biggest risks. And if they don't see the value, they don't experience it, then they cannot, um, they probably don't continue or they don't grow within, within the, themselves and they probably go back to, to the old ways. But I mean, for us in Talent Garden, we, we, of course we have the spaces, but we also try to, to create um, an online community where we don't really attach to, to, uh, to a space, but more to, to the experience that we generate, to the services that we provide, the events that we provide in the community that you could jo can join. But in, in the terms of the space, I like to think of it, maybe if you allow me, as a house. So uh, maybe most of us has, has had a moment in our lives or a phase in our lives where we shared an apartment with somebody we didn't know. And uh, yes, <laughs> so if... Um, if we don't know these people and there's no uh, a place where we can meet, like the living room or the kitchen where the food happens, 
uh, it's very hard to, to, to socialize and you end up just being by yourself. So it's a bit of it's a bit of the same in a in a community in a co-working space. Um, if we don't have the the yeah the the right uh, location for them to do this, like a great kitchen for the community breakfast, or even like a small area where there's like places they can sit around and talk with each other and just relax, they will just go back to their desk and and do and do their own work and think about what they're doing and not really um, interact with the community. So. It's important to to allow the spaces to be there for them to do that, and it's also um, it's also yeah it's 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 difficult to to make them leave their desk and make them join these spaces. But I mean, we all have to have a break every now and then. We all have to go for a coffee. We'll have to go for a walk. So what I like to do with this with the people so they know that we have the spaces and they know that they can join is. Um, I catch them in these little moments and I say, hey, like, what are you doing? Well, how's your day? And starting a small conversation and be like reminding them, hey, do you know, we have this space and uh, we, we have these events going on. So it's it's a constant word of mouth. And as Sophie said before, is doing the leg work, which is walking to them, talking to them, because sometimes they don't want to leave their own space and they don't even have the time to leave their own space. But it's a good thing to to remind them that again. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. So we are community experience creators slash mothers, sisters, uh, social worker support, uh, you know, HR, everything, sorry. HR, everything, right? It, it blends into anything, definitely. Anyone that is creating communities have my biggest respect because it's such a different, it's sorry, such a difficult thing to do. And actually, uh, talking about this, I would like to ask you a question, actually, with regard to community building. And do you think this is open to everybody, but I'd like you, Victoria, to start maybe to um, reply first. And do you, do you think that community building is a social engineering and so we can push it in a different way or shall it always remain more organic? I would say it's both. It depends uh, how much um, like uh, time and background you have, because um, even uh, creating a co-working, it's for sure easier when you have a community behind you uh, and people are just like waiting for some spot, for some real estate place to meet. And then it's um, it happens easier. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's both and it depends on a lot of uh, uh, on a lot of things, so the percentage of it, the organic, it's uh, it's important. But if you're not pushing and if you're not doing the leg work, I love I love it. Uh, if you're not uh, doing and pushing and uh, talking and creating events, breakfast, etc., it would it, it would never go. Uh, so if I would say that what is more important, I would say the second is important because uh, you can do it if you're pushing it in also organic and a nice uh, natural way. Uh, but uh, the communities which are maybe uh, organic, but they don't have the sport, they don't have a co-working or some place to meet, they, it's, it's hard for them. They're looking, they are going to different cafes and restaurants, etc. And uh, the the maturity of community, I think, when they come to some of the step, then they need a place, and then when it's easier to have the working or by their hand. Thank you. Go, Mihala. I can see your hand. <laughs> uh, I just uh, wanted to add that um, 
I think that it, in the beginning, it's important to um, kind of organize it and make it uh, make it by you. And then uh, when people learn and get to know each other and start maybe going together for lunch with you, then maybe once when you got sick or go to doctors and don't come, then do like, oh, are we, are we coming to lunch too? maybe <laughs> and they just organize themselves even without you and uh, this is when when this happens then you can be just like oh such a good word <laughs> so yes uh, in the beginning you probably need to help it and then just leave it on them so do you think do you think maybe connections then uh, can be self-produced in a sort of way in a more dynamic way and how much can one bet on that? As in, can you rely on that or do you still need to incentivate that quite a lot? And Probably, um, it also depends on the people. If you have some, let's say, extrovert in the community, then usually you can uh, rely on them that they will, um, they will push this community uh, together. Uh, when they are mostly introverts and people who are super busy, then you probably need to help them little bit uh, more and what do you think about that Sophie well uh, I just remembered uh, our vegan lunches <laughs> in, the, in the Sophia community uh, and uh, uh, how big it grew uh, but uh, I was originally uh, uh, organizing it and when I left uh, Sofia and I came back to Budapest uh, the whole team uh, that was gathered around this idea uh, that we are eating vegetables and VA, uh, it just, you know, it, 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 it kind of like dissolved uh, that, that initiative, uh, but people remained friends who met uh, on those lunches and they went on doing very different things afterwards. So I think it's, uh, it's also very important for, for community managers to understand that your community is is not it doesn't have, have an end you know and you don't have an end goal uh it's always going to change and sometimes it's going to be hurtful because they are not going to be so responsive and uh, something will you know spark and happen and the community will very naturally you know like uh, start to grow itself uh into a different direction or form like little sub communities which i also think it's fine uh until it's within, you know, like your values, your culture, your direction. Uh, so it's all, your expectation also needs to be managed, I guess. <laughs> so it's like vice versa. Uh, and, uh, and at the end, we don't, we cannot forget that people come here to work. Yeah, so I agree. At, at the end of the day, uh, and I especially see this with the IT community, like major introverts, you know, uh, maybe sometimes the best that you can do with them is just to leave them alone and create and you just be there when they need you. Yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a very nice uh, way. And I think that's another skill that as a community experience creator we need to have. It's just really to interpret, uh, you know, who we have and, and what they want. But um, as I'm very conscious of time and also being reminded that we are already running out. But I would like to close this. First of all, I would like to thank you, obviously, but I would like to close this panel with the last question. And I would like to address it to you, Suli. It's for everybody as well, so if you want to tap in. But uh, we spoke about storytelling, value, community creator and anything. But what do you think it's the best way to actually communicate 
about what we are creating and about your community to the outside so that you know the right if you allow me to use this uh, uh, terminology uh, members or the most suitable members to what you want to do will be attracted to your space so um yeah it's a, it's a difficult question um so how we want to communicate this well we always have the our communication team of course that works together with the campus who gathers a lot of the stories that happens but our story our story is told by the members so we like to tell a story from the members perspective so when people understand when people try to understand who we are they tap into what our members are saying about us and i think it's uh, very up to date and what most people are trying to do right now just using their community to speak for them that's very nice i like that uh, so it's more than using the community is really invo involving i guess your community because if they're there they probably feel like they belong so we're yeah. going back again to that sort of belonging uh, feeling. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been told that we have to wrap up and I'm really sorry, but um, I think we should do another time. Again, I really enjoyed my conversation. I hope you did too. I got so many key takeaways and I also would like to thank you very much for helping me organizing this. Thank you for the heart that I can see sending over. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And I'm really looking forward to do more of this and to more women in co-working. Ciao. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. It was really nice to meet you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, ladies. Um, okay, the, now the stream is off. Thank you very much uh, for uh, for entertaining this. And sorry for bothering you with uh, three meals left, four meals left. But uh, it's a it's a it's a bad job. But uh, technical mm -hmm. people uh, should do this. Can I ask them we make a screenshot photo, please? Yes. I I left this. Sorry. Well, <laughs> one, two, three. Thank you. I Who's taking the screenshot? I did, but I, I would okay. like to make one more with you. So you please be talking and smiling. <laughs> again, no, no, no. Again, I need Catherine. I need a moderator. And, and Catherine, can you speak something? So you're Oh, yeah, sure. So it looks oh, like it's natural, yeah. like I'm doing the panel, <laughs> like I'm moving my hands because I'm Italian, you know, that sort of thing. Is that better? Yeah. Great. Thank <laughs> you. Fantastic. And LinkedIn. And thank you one more time. It was great and interesting. Yeah, I hope I was able. Did, did you all feel that it was fair that I gave you enough time yeah, yeah. and enough space to speak and to express uh, yourself? It was yes. super. It was really, really good. And I mean, thank you all because what you say, all you said, I wrote a few tips and uh, tricks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really, yeah, it was really insightful. And sometimes we forget that there's other people than ourselves and our company. So we also have to join other communities. It would be great to have a community for community experience creators like us. Uh, where we can actually talk with each other because we know what we need and we know what we want, just somebody to listen. So it, it was really, really nice to, to hear you. Really inspiring as well for some of you that are the co-founders and of, of your spaces. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. We should be doing this more often. I mean, I am happy to. I think, you know, if you don't mind, maybe it won't be as, a, I don't know, maybe I'll speak to the co-working assembly, the EU, EU, the EU co-working assembly, as if I can run another, but we can do like a good solid hour really on community, 
maybe we'll create better questions because this was sent over from the from the guys and then maybe everybody can say look i really want to speak about this i really want to nail this like we created exactly as we want to guide it and where we want to go and what we want to say but i thought the dynamic uh between us were yeah. also really nice and good and yeah I, i'd love to create another event uh you know and i hope you will be up for it I, I would be happy to join because it's something what we do for Ukraine and they, they talk to each other and then some ideas are born. So I, I'm yeah. happy to be with you. Great. Time. Okay, so maybe in the new Board. year, I, I guess December, maybe not, but uh, uh, in the new year, in January or so, and I'll speak to the EU yeah. assembly and see what we can do if you're yeah. all happy with that. Let's be in touch. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll come and see one of you and we'll do it live from the same place. Ooh. I mean, but the is open, so guys, just come. Well, if I have to. I we have guess. a hotel just next to the Corregid space, <laughs> and we are 10 minutes walk from the beach. People come with a surfing table to the campus. I'm sorry about this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's, it seems like London. It's the same as London where I live. Right? Yeah. Yeah, same. I think same to, to leave because the guy is a little bit... Uh, okay, bye-bye, bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Ciao. Thank you.